This is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. Episode 34. Jerry, wow. how you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful, guys. You know that. Right, Jim? Always wonderful. Yep. Doing, cut you doing great. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Jerry, if you, you'd, no, you want to expound on is, that. Yeah, you know, I, I think I said wonderful twice, so okay. more wonderful. More wonderful, wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. All right. I, I still I still watch that show on Sunday nights. Lawrence Welk Show, folks. Oh, out Conspiracy Land. Channel funny. 24. PBS. Yep. <laughs> is it seriously on? Yes. That's Sunday funny. evenings at 7 p.m. You want to like watch? Just well, like it's been since before we were born. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no thinking. joke. You want to watch a show that did not hold the test of time? Check out an old episode of The Love Boat. Terrible. Oh. Terrible. The acting, the stories, yeah. just the worst. You, and that, you know, that thing went like 10 seasons or something. Forever, yeah. It went quite a while. It went, <laughs> you went know. a long time. Yeah. Yes. Same thing with uh, Bionic Woman and Six Million Dollar Man. I remember that was religion when we were in, what, second or third, fourth grade? Something like that. It, but now you see it now. Oh, this is so corny. Yeah, they're bad. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I couldn't wait to see it. Hey, um, I want to give you guys an update real quick. Remember uh, last episode we were talking about the fire out in Banning that uh, destroyed oh, the, the plant final. that makes the lacquers for albums? Mm-hmm. Right. Um. I checked out a couple of indie record plants and they have halted production for new artists. They are continuing with people that have already placed orders, but they're not accepting any new ones until this thing stables out. Until they catch up. Probably. Is it it really that bad guys? There there's, I mean, two, two, everybody last 10 years, vinyl has just started making such a comeback. Yeah. There's nobody, nobody foresaw this and said, I'm going to open up a vinyl plant. Well, let's, let's be honest. There's a lot of vinyl that gets sold, but I mean, it's nothing like it was in the day. I mean, it's still, it's still minuscule comparatively. Well, it's all it was in the day. Minuscule. I know, but you used to have record pressing plants all over the country. Right. Pico Rivera. There's a, there was a row of them in Pico. Good point. point. Anyways. Uh, well, speaking of that, the, the reason I found out about these record plants is I've got a mail call. And ah. if you remember a few episodes back, our, our friends uh, from Cronkite. Yes. They, yeah, they put out an album of their digital release and went ahead and went vinyl, had it remastered. And I went to buy it and George said, no, 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 let me send one to you. So ah, nice. Right on. And. It's a real nice package. Um, yes. And I happened to look at one of the companies that they use to press this, and it's called Well Made Records. They're not accepting any new clients at this Nothing, time. Nothing, huh? No. They're mm. back in Ohio, as a matter of fact. Ah. But, wow. Uh, George and Cronkite, thank you for the album. I appreciate it. Thank that you, Cronkite. Sounds great. Oh, awesome. I have two other records that came out, um, both reissues, but you know how I love my colored vinyl. Yeah, the yes. first one is Great White Recover. Oh, yeah, wow. and uh, 
This is in red vinyl. Nice. I don't different, know. Different, uh, different cover though from the original. This is like the the same that came out on the CD, not the original album. And uh, that's it. This has got red vinyl. It's got all. My favorite is there's a uh, cover of Tangled Up in Blue, a Bob Dylan classic. Wow. Great White Dew. It's really good. Awesome. The other album, the reissue, is from, also from Great White. It's called Stage. Now, this was recorded wow. in 1993 and 1994. Uh, wow. so the first, and this is white vinyl, by the way. The, nice. The, the first uh, record was recorded at the... Uh, House of Blues, which is closed down, the one in Los Angeles. And um, it's got a lot of their songs on it. Um, Afterglow that they did, um, nice. Train to Nowhere, House of Broken Love. Great, great live performance. The second LP on this is uh, recorded in Anaheim, that used to be the Celebrity Theater. And this has Face the Day and Rock Me and all their some of their other classics. Cool. But another white vinyl, this thing is smooth. Yeah, so, Frank uh, loves his vinyl. We well, all do. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, like I'm enjoying yeah. collecting again. So good. It's fun. So what else is going on out there, guys? Time in. Um, new James Bond movie coming out. Speaking uh, of which, now, is that why it came up, Frank? Is that why you thought of that? Yeah, there's a new one Frank. out. No, that's well done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my song is wonderful. I, I re-listened. I'm sorry, Jim. Interrupted you. New James well, they, Bond they just with Daniel that, Craig. Uh, yeah. Just released the newest theme song by Billie Eilish. And um, have you guys heard it? Nope. 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 I know. I okay. know she cleaned up at the Grammys. She cleaned up at the Grammys. <laughs> and nope. She did. Uh, matter of fact, my son said, "How did they? How did they pick her?" And I said, "You just have to be the hot commodity at the moment. That's usually, right. usually whoever the big artist is of the day is who they end up kind of getting to do the theme song." But I thought it'd be fun to just kind of ask you guys what what is your favorite James Bond theme song? Yeah. Well, I already know what Jerry's is. I bet you don't. Maybe not. Okay. Nobody does uh, it better. You, that's my favorite. Really, I love yeah. Carly Simon. Carly Simon. I love that song. To this day, I you re-listen did. to it, and oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. From the Spy Who Loved Me. Yep. Roger Moore. Very interesting. I, I love not, that not song. The thing I thought you would say, and you no. said the same. I said the same. Go, yeah. Frank. Yeah. I I thought. Of course, Jerry would have picked "Live and Let Die." Of course, I thought that would have been both of your picks. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, it's a good song. Yeah, it is. And I remember seeing that movie at the theaters and uh, "The Spy Who Loved Me" at the theaters, mm-hmm. and, and I, I can just vividly remember at the ending credits where they just kept playing that Carly song. This yeah. Carly Simon just kept playing it at the end credits, and I think I stayed in the theater to listen to the song as opposed to just watching <laughs> all the credits. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, that the the string. Carly Simon is awesome. Yeah, mm. yeah. What about you, Jim? Um, this is this is going to sound really kind of weird. The very first James Bond movie I saw was View to a Kill. Oh, Duran Duran, and and, and still my favorite theme song. Of the yeah, very good. That's not that's a that's Solid a worthy pick. pick not, not my favorite Bond movie, but um, oh, it had Grace Jones in it. That you know. That's, had Grace Jones. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the uh, Roger Moore era. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. 
you know, it is what it is. I mean, (laughs) by the the time I got old enough to go to a theater and watch a movie, it was always Roger Moore. I don't know when he took over, 70, 71, whatever. But it was always Roger Moore as far as me going to the theaters. And then as I got older, you see, you know, Dr. No. And and so, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's an open topic. (laughs) Favorite James Bond. Uh, anyway, I thought I have listened to the Billie Eilish song. I listened to it a couple times. I think it's um, I think it's okay. It's good. I think I think once you hook it up with the visuals, I think it's going to be very effective. I think I think uh, when you see the visuals, you know, in the the very beginning the credits, yeah. Um, oh, that's right. The silhouettes. Yeah. I think I think it always kind of adds something to the song. The yeah. song makes a little more in con- sense and context. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just me. I, but uh, View to a Kill. Durand View Durand. to a Kill. Very good. Hmm. Wow. That's all right. Yeah. Now, I haven't heard the new one. off to check it out. I'm not... Uh, not oh, The new music today, you know... Wow. Don't, don't we sound like a bunch of old codgers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and them kids, them kids today, I don't know what they're listening to over there. Well, Cindy and I were in the kitchen today, and she's playing... You know, here, like some radio station, I think it's an Escondido or something, comes in. It's the only radio station. It's a pop pop thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's on a loop. Um, the same same people over and over and over. And oh. they're catchy. Don't get me wrong. Some really catchy tunes. But it's nothing that we're going to remember in five years' time. You know? I have this. Uh, uh, according to you. Yeah. What do you, I have a what real was version to uh, I have a real version to auto tune, and when I hear that in a song, mm. it just sets my Let's teeth on edge. See, you know, I don't even it. don't ruin it for me. Don't tell me what auto tune is, because I'm still <laughs> upset that you said Kiss Alive had overdubs and stuff on it. <laughs> I, I, that, that threw me, because to me the drums. Let it go, so Jerry. I, I can't. <laughs> I listened to Kiss Alive 25 years before I even heard that. <laughs> oh, sorry, folks. Yeah, I remember when I first heard that too. I was like, "What?" Yeah, I was heartbroken. They did this all in the oh, studio. Yeah. What? Don't, don't say it again. Yeah. Oh, some of the news. I, I made I was, my piece with it. <laughs> I was just talking to a friend of mine. He told me uh, Ted Templeman's got an uh, autobiography coming out. Oh wow! Uh, that's all, that's that'll, all we- that'll be a good read. That will be a good read. Yeah. I'm sure. Who else has he done besides Van Halen? Yes. Uh, Solo, Sammy Hagar. Did he do a Cars one or Cheap Trick? What am I thinking? Cheap Trick, I'm sure. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, but he's been around. Mm. Yep, I've seen that name. Uh, Anyways, um, tonight we've got three very different bands to present. So, Jerry, why don't you uh, go right on in and and tell us what you got going on? Okay, thank you, Frank. Uh, The band is called Rock and Roll Circus. Rock with the letter N, Rock and Roll Circus. And if you want to get a hold of them, and it's these guys only, they're out of Vancouver, rockandrollcircus.ca. Uh, rock and Roll Circus uh, is a, a band whose sound will instantly remind you of the great jam rock bands of the early 70s when the electric guitar ruled the airwaves. Um, after releasing their uh, self-titled debut album in 2015, Rock and Roll Circus returned to the studio in early 2019 to record their second album, Bottle Rockets and Cherry Bombs, which this cut is from. The cut is called Annabella. Um, like the debut album, the band's new record is influenced by the Faces, Stones, and Almond Brothers. 
But this time out, the group puts more emphasis on extended guitar solos and percussion, courtesy of conga player Liam McDonald, resulting in a sound similar to Stephen Stills' Manassas and uh, Black Crow's uh, Amorica. And though the lyrics this time out are a little darker about, you know, focusing on addiction, dead-end jobs, femme fatales, and politics, which is pretty dark. (laughs) (laughs) The members of the Rock and Roll Circus singer... Uh, Chris Woodstra, bassist Jeremy Holmes, percussionist Liam McDonald on Conga, uh, drummer John Olton, and guitarists Aaron Moser and Scott Smith have been part of the West Coast rock and roll blues scene since the late 90s, playing and recording with such artists as Rich Hope, Barney Bental, Dave Hidalgo, John Hammond, Joe Keithley, and No Sinner. The new album also has some special guest appearances by Lachinga's Chris Reed, uh, Colleen Renison, Ashley Grant, and Daryl Havers. A van or Daryl Havers is a Vancouver Hammond organ wizard who has played with every everyone from Doug Sham, Doug Sam to Bo Diddley. That's the one that gets me. Bo Diddley with Hammond organ. Uh, recorded at Afterlife Studios, formerly Mushroom Studios, where Led Zeppelin recorded. Uh, Bottle Rockets and Cherry Bombs, the new album, uh, just released. It's on vinyl, CD, and streaming. And uh, the song Frank's going to play is Annabella, and one little critic or one little mention from Darcia Haley from Real Rock and Roll says, and this is kind of true, uh, it says, Rock and Roll Circus sounds like I flipped on the radio 40 years ago. This is rock at its roots when it was raw and real. And again, the rock and roll circus.ca, and the tune Frank's going to spin is Annabella. And here we go. Annabella from Rock and Roll Circus. 
good, straightforward rock and roll. May I add one more time, Frank? And, you may. and I'm at uh, rockandrollcircus.ca, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Deezer, CD Baby, out of Vancouver, Rock and Roll Circus, Annabella. All right. What's your take on that, Jim? Love it. Uh, I love stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I like that Stonesy Stonesy vibe, the little grid in there, and uh... Stonesy. (laughs) (laughs) I have that on my note. I said Stonesy as in Rolling Stones, not (laughs) Stone, not Stony or Stonery. I knew what you meant. No, if that's even a word. No. No, I put I put I, I put yeah, stones ish. Yeah, very stones ish, yeah. Very yep, much no. a stones yeah. influence for sure. Cider enough time, yeah. That's that's good stuff. Yeah. Ooh, I like I, it. Uh, what did, Canadians make good rock and roll. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. And they're so damn polite. <laughs> that's a stereotype, man. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, not a bad one, is it? I I no. it's not a bad one. Yeah. No, that I like that because you, everything is is spaced out nicely in the mix you hear a little piano doing a boogie on there you hear the the slide guitar and the, and the rhythm the drum the is just a ni- nice straightforward yep yeah good stuff and you said rock and roll circus out of vancouver folks and they're rock, available and roll on, dot, rock and roll circus dot ca and say so they're available on vinyl also huh mm-hmm. nice. vinyl cd streaming yep good good deal wow yes. have to check Thank them out you, Frank. awesome yep uh, moving ahead, um, I I actually have an artist. I told you it was going to be a little different from what I usually play for you guys. And uh, the song, which I'll, I'll play in a few minutes. But first, I'm going to play an interview that I did with um, Justin Dubay. He, is, uh, he goes by Freddy Cat. So I uh, had a little the pleasure of talking to him. He gave me a call. But I want to play a little game with you guys. And everybody out in conspiracy land, this is your chance. Go get your drink of choice. Get a get a beer, get a glass of whiskey, get a glass of water, whatever it is you you feel like drinking. But every time I say the word platform in this interview, <laughs> platform. Take a drink. Take a drink. And we'll see who's still standing. <laughs> Well, the way you're leading up to it, Frank, I'm going to go get me some water. Yeah, I (laughs) suggest. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my interview with Justin right here. (laughs) All right, join us now on the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast is Justin Dubay, also known as Frady Cat. How are you doing, Justin? I'm good. How are you? Excellent, excellent. I see you're sporting your uh, Detroit Lions uh, or Tigers hat there. Tigers, yep. And... um, that's letting our listeners know who are just listening and not watching. You are from Detroit. That's right. All right. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the music? The, the song that I presented is um, Broken Bones. And um, that's off your release from 2019, just last year. But uh, why don't you first tell us a little bit about the name of where you came up with the name Frady Cat? Uh, there's almost no story there. Uh, I just <laughs> thought it kind of sounded indie. Um, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't remember where I got it. I just thought it sounded kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. so, and it was, I don't go under my own name when I write music. So I figured a moniker would be a good idea. Right. Excellent. Well, I like your, uh, 2014 release with the, uh, 
the anatomy of the cat and everything on oh, the cover. Thanks. That's great. Appreciate it. Um, your song is a little different from what I usually present to the guys. Yeah. And um, I, I got like a, a Marilyn Manson vibe off of that opening track. But I'm, I'm curious, what are some of your musical influences and uh, what got you into recording music? Uh, well, honestly, I grew up listening to, uh, you know, the grunge era rock. STP was probably my biggest, uh, my favorite band back in the day. And then I got into, you know, the Beatles. I think the Beatles were probably the thing that got me into to writing music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got into punk and, and hardcore and all that. And right. so... The re- I, so I did that for like, you know, 15, 20 years. I, I was just sort of playing in bands doing that. And then I decided I have run out of ideas on guitar. I just sort of fell out of love with it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just started doing the Frady Cat thing, and I was more interested in coming up with different sorts of sounds and, and uh, uh, you know, doing more poppy stuff. I guess something that I'd never done before. Definitely a lot of textures involved with the, uh, when you add the keyboards to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to talk about some of your recording techniques. Are, are you all computer based? Um, what platform are you using? Uh, well, I have a very, very old, uh, MacBook pro, so I'm running logic 10 okay. and, uh, which is amazing. Uh, and, as far as audio interface, I'm using like a t- again a ten year old mm-hmm. um, interface uh, that's been just been working for me for a while, and <laughs> I think all everything I recorded with the uh, on the Freddy Cat stuff at least was um, through an SM58, which is you know the cheap handheld vocal microphone. Right. Uh, but it's all yeah, all of that stuff is in mostly in the box. Right. Um, you know, computer based. Very good. Now, since you say you're using a little bit older equipment, and this is just for the geeks that are listening, uh, are you are you going with the keyboards MIDI or are you going direct? Yeah, I have a MIDI keyboard, uh, and that's it. End of right. story. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I for one, uh, MIDI has just it, it baffles me. I, I I have more problems setting it up than than using it. Yeah, I think it's gotten a lot better since it's USB. You can right. travel over USB now. But, yeah, the technical part of that is a mystery to me as well. <laughs> On the latest release, um, you've got five – it's a five-song EP. Yep. Um, how long does it take you to record one song once you've got all your ideas down? Um, well, for the Freddy Cat stuff, it's – it's just a never ending. I think it took me like four years to do that because I was busy with other things. And, right. and then I got writer's blog for a while and just struggled. So it was, it, I can't pin it down a number for that. But um, um, to me, the thing about computer, uh, you know, digital audio now is that you can, it can constantly evolve and everything. So that's right. sort of what those songs kind of, how those songs came about was just, going back to it every once in a while and adding things and doing new stuff. All right. Well, I found as myself as a homegrown musician, um, I do mostly guitar based songs and, uh, I'll knock a song out in four or five hours once I practiced it for weeks on end. Yeah. And then I'm pretty much sick of it and then I'll <laughs> move on to another song. And then a lot of times I forget 
what I did on the first song. So yeah. it, that's how it evolves for me. So now, are you a trained musician? Are you are you schooled in any way, or are you just uh, self taught? Not really. I mean, I took some theory classes in college, but that's all gone. It's like <laughs> learning Spanish. Like right. I don't remember anything. You know. <laughs> Very good. Um, now you've got your your songs out on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Um, have you uploaded them to any other um, platforms? Um, iTunes or CD Baby or anything like that. Uh, I'm in the process of doing. I've never done Spotify or anything like that before. I'm I'm gonna be doing that in the coming weeks, hopefully. Um, but it's just like a whole. You know, you got to find like you want to get on playlists and all this other stuff. So I'm just right. doing all these different uh, research. You know, it's a lot of work. That's for sure. It, it, yeah, it's time consuming. And um, uh, what has been your response so far to this latest release have you got some of a, a local fan base or um friends from former bands following you or, or how is your how's your fan base growing uh well yeah i mean to be honest it's, it's mostly you know friends that i've known forever uh, or played in bands with and it's been getting a good response yeah. from them i remember one guy saying i i was shocked because <laughs> this is not what we used to do um that's and, good and Beyond that, you know, I've had I've had a few uh, people contact me through Bandcamp that just kind of found it, like you. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I think um, I, I I look for the show. I look through Reverb Nation. There's a lot of bands on there. Um, I don't get a lot of response back. I don't. I think the communication is lacking with their platform. Bandcamp. Huh. I reach out to folks and, and weekly I get people back calling yeah. me or now they're calling the show asking, Hey, you want to, unfortunately a lot of the people that contact us, their music isn't quite up to what we want to play. Oh, your, your production value is radio ready. Oh, it, thank you. I appreciate that. Super clean. Uh, love, love the song. Thank um, you. The, uh, the Freddie cat, the original EP has got, four songs on it and love every one of them very different like i said from what i usually present to the guys yeah. but you've got a sound that is definitely uh it's resonating and i think we can get some get some traction with the uh, right amount of exposure i think you're on the right track well thank you very much i really really appreciate that it means a lot all right well that wraps it up for this spot here and um we're gonna move on with the show justin I greatly appreciate you coming on the GFJ Conspiracy Podcast. Thank you for having me. All right. All right. Well, that was Justin Dubay, and uh, better known as Freddy Cat in the music community. And uh, here's his song right now, Broken Bones. Time we 
Freddy Cat with Broken Bones. Before I get your guys' reaction on that, uh, Jerry, like how many that. times yeah. did I say platform that you I thought? marked two, but then I was in and out. Jaime reminded me of one of them. I put two, yeah, but I, then I, I missed the beginning of it because you said we could all get up and go, you know. <laughs> fiddle about, fiddle about. I think um, I, I put two, but then Jaime, yeah, I think uh, I, I'm sure I missed out. I think I added one out be honest with you i only heard two yeah well, good, good job i mean yeah i got two all right so well it wasn't as bad so as you i thought talk about the patience of job let's just change this to the jjj conspiracy <laughs> podcast <laughs> well um how'd you like that song jerry i loved it Isn't i it love catchy? that techno stuff that's like franz ferdinand slash something else i like that i like that well, <laughs> what about you jim um who who are you, and what have you done with Frank? <laughs> you know what? You know so this is really out of your wheelhouse. When I listened to this the other day, I was like, "Wow, this is a little, little shocking yeah. for you." Yeah, um, it's he's, a hit song. Isn't he's it? coming? It's radio radio ready, like Frank said. Let me ask Absolutely. you guys something. We were talking about James Bond songs earlier. Would that not fit in the beginning of a James Bond movie? Oh, sure. in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's sure. just not. Yep. He, Kids onto something. Maybe, maybe during the silhouette stuff too. And then yeah, do yeah. the silhouette stuff. Yep. Well, if you yeah, want very to... well done. My, yes. my hats off to the guy. <laughs> That's ready to go. Brady yeah. Cat. That's ready great, to go. Uh, great production. Some yep. of the other stuff he really he, there's there's layers of guitars on there too, and uh, check them out on Bandcamp. Yeah. Um, Vocals too. Good good. Good music. Barely yeah. here. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Got a real good voice. So, anyways, that's Freddy Cat. Check him out. Like yep. All right, Jim. Why don't you uh, <laughs> bring it up the rear? And I'm not even going to say gonna, a word. I'm, I'm going to blow you guys' minds because I'm doing something so completely different this time. <laughs> Is the I've song got... more than three minutes? No. No. Is it a female singer? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Blow our minds, huh? Yeah, yeah okay. Uh. <laughs> Three-piece band out of Long Beach, California. Just down the 605 from me. Yeah. Uh, This is the seven and six. Uh, As you've already pointed out, female, female fronted. Yep. Punky pop. Apple apple doesn't fall far. (laughs) Apple doesn't fall far. I'm going to blow you guys' mind. No, you're not. No, you're not. Not at all. This is, this is right up my alley. So, uh, Tom Richards on guitar, Lisa Elsie Michaels on bass and vocals, and Mike John Altier on drums. Uh, this is from their second release. This came out in October of 2019, so just uh, just a few months old. It's called EP Number One. Previous to that, they had a single out, uh, Monster Shindig and Skeleton Surfer. That was in 2017. October of 2017. So two years in between, 
They do have a full length coming out uh, this year. Um, their uh, their influences will not shock you any. Jam, <laughs> Supergrass, Ramones. It's like your pick. The Hives, The Who, Squire, <laughs> The Creation, The Chords. I picked out my favorite ones out of there. Yeah. <laughs> There's that one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's funny. So, um, <laughs> but it, yeah, come on, how long has it been since I've had a female front band? Uh, two weeks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's what you lot. get, Jaime. That's, that's what right. you get. You know, Jaime, uh, you know, Frank's got the numbers. Yeah. Uh, I was going to, I was going to give you a little bit more time, but Frank was on it. Yeah. Nope. Two, no, fine, two though, because weeks, when, huh? I'm, when I'm cruising band camp, I love band camp. So do I. Yeah, I do too. So band like, I, I, I pick up the power pops, uh, all of current power pop releases all the current yep. mod releases garage yep. releases and I, whatever it is these these female fronted bands just seem to rise to the top of the top of the category <laughs> so anyway this is called uh strataplastic love the uh, name I got a video out for this too i'm going to post it up on when we get the uh, episode up here but um cool you'll hear why i like it all right Let's give it a spin. Catchy, uh, well produced again. Yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, vocal vocals are kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing, a little sweet sounding. That's she's got a awesome. nice voice. That's that's great. I mean, wow. So Long Beach, by by any chance, when you were wow. looking them up, did they have any? They, they play around locally. Um, I think they do. 
Um, I thought I saw some gigs listed on their Facebook page. Yeah, have to check. But uh, they've got a they got a big following. They're like twelve thousand something followers. Nice. Follows on yeah. Facebook. So. Wow, well, they're That's making videos, stuff. so they're doing yes. something right. Yes. Uh, Strataplastic Records is their ah. name of their record label. There, Slow four song EP. Um, everything else on the album on that EP is is as good as that. I mean, it's all well crafted. Just well produced, well performed. Yeah, that's nice. So, yeah, that's very good, Jim. Very good. So. Yep. Oh, a lot that's of times my, that was my purchase of the week, man. That was great. Oh, uh, that you got your money's worth there. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, good stuff. A lot of times when you go to band camp and we pick a band and we use their music as the first song because it's their strongest song, that was the fourth song on the EP. Ooh, so we got stuff to look forward to. Yep. More forward to, I should say. Yeah. yeah. As, soon, as soon as we're done here tonight, I'm going to go back and buy the single. It's, nice. Uh, Monster Shindig nice. and the Skeleton Surfer. I mean, with those titles, you cannot go wrong. It's, yeah. It's yeah. When I hear Shindig and stuff. Surfer, yeah. Oh, yeah. Takes me to a place. <laughs> yep. I like that. The seven and the six, or is it sixes? No, the seven and six. The seven, seven and, and six. six. There you Spelled go. out. Spelled out. Not the numbers. Spelled out. Spelled Very out. nice. Yep. Uh, find them on Bandcamp. Yep. Good and deal. on Facebook. Yep. All right. If you go to Facebook, it'll drag you to Bandcamp so you can <laughs> buy a copy. There you go. No, by any chance, is there vinyl? No vinyl. <sighs> I know. I'm hoping, uh, I was really hoping that seven that uh, single was on a seven inch, but yeah. no That's go. It. But they said there's an album coming out, so we might get some, we might see some vinyl. There you go. There you go. Patient. Yep. Yep. Nice. All right, guys. Um, this episode, episode 34, we have a uh, special What Floats My Boat. It comes from our friend Jeff, Jeff Brenneman. And uh, he does not hold back on what floats his boat. Nope. And, uh, let me play this for you, if I might. Hello, JFJ Conspiracy. Hello, Jim, Frank, Jerry, and everybody in Conspiracy Land. Just wanted to say that I've really been enjoying the little clips that you've been doing from your listeners doing What Floats Your Boat. So I immediately decided, yeah, this is something I want to do. So I started looking through my collection, looking at some stuff, and I was like, what What can I highlight? First thing I thought of was this, this band right here, Soundtrack of Our Lives. These guys were formed in Sweden, uh, played from 95 to 2012, put out six albums, this one being Behind the Music. I saw these guys once and they reminded me a little bit of the doors the way they performed it. Nah, I didn't want to do that one. So then I started thinking, looking through the collection that I've been playing lately. How about this one? Zumpano. So Zumpano was a 90s power pop band from Canada and they put out two albums. This one came out in 94 with what the rookie did. Has a song in here, The Party Rages On. That's my go-to car song. But uh, one of the guys, AC Carl Newman, went on to form a Canadian power pop band, uh, New Pornographers. But, nah, that's not good. That's not what floats my boat. How about this one? Teenage Fan Club. These guys formed in 89 near Glasgow, Scotland. Teenage Fan Club has 11 albums. And these guys can write a hook like nobody can. And they have a song, Sparky Streams. If you haven't heard it, highly recommended it. Do they float my boat? Yeah, 
But that's not what I want to talk about. How about these guys? The Sea and Cake. These guys I discovered when I went to Chicago and I was looking for a local band to see while I was there. Read about these guys and said, gotta see these. Went to the club, they were sold out. But I bought this record. Uh, they were an indie band, formed in Chicago. They got some jazz influence in their indie rock pop, so. Really cool band. So that, there's a song on here, Jacking the Ball. Love it. Float my boat? Yeah. It's not the one I want to talk about, but this? Nobody, I hardly ever hear anybody talk about this, and it surprises me. This band is called P. Um, this band was formed in 93 by the Butthole Surfers frontman Gibby Hayes, and actor Johnny Depp plays guitar in here, a couple other guys. And uh, interesting thing about these guys, they played at um, Johnny Depp's club, The Viper Room. And they were playing the night that Phoenix River died. They were playing one of the songs in here, interestingly enough, called Michael Stipes, named after the singer from R.E.M. But been listening to this lately. Float my bow? Yeah, but it's not the one. That's not the one. How about this? Not a surf. These guys, they're just getting ready to release their ninth album called Never Not Together. These guys are based out of New York City. They've been playing since the early 90s. This is one of my favorite albums. The stars are all... The stars are indifferent to astronomy. This man, this album cranks. Does it float my boat? It does. But this right here, Conspiracy Land, folks, Brendan Benson. This is what's been floating my boat lately. So this album came out originally in '96. People may know Brendan from his collaboration with Jack White as part of the Rockin' Tours. So those two are the main songwriters, Brendan and Jack White. And uh, Jack put out, I'm sorry, Brendan Benson put out this album, One Mississippi. This came out in 96, but never on vinyl. So it was just recently released on vinyl. And this guy, most of these that I've picked out, power pop bands, people that can write good hooks. This guy can write a hook like Nobody's Business. Fun, clean guitars, jangly. Anybody that is into, from your listeners that may like The Cars, or maybe The Knack, I know you covered The Knack, might like this, so, good power pop, so, enough talking. Come over here. I say, I say we drop the needle on this one. What do you guys say? Loading my boat, folks. I was still a woman, she was skinny bones. Invited all the insects to come into her home. She trained them so well they could answer her phone. The day finally came when that poor woman was overthrown. Her husband returned home from voyages. All right. Well, that was Jeff Brenman with What Floats My Boat. Thank you, Jeff. We greatly appreciate Thank that. Thank you very much, Jeffrey. Thank I you. like the way he narrowed that down. Yes. Yeah, he's, you know, very decisive in what he likes. Uh, that's right. <laughs> no, I had no idea. I was like, uh, wow. Uh, great, great. Uh, every everything he played was good, though. Yeah, yeah that guy can pull good out stuff. some stuff. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Jeffrey. Thank that you. was great. Yep. And any of our listeners, if you've got. Uh, the inclination to uh, do a video and tell us what floats your boat, what you're listening to, 
send it, it on in. You can uh, send it to us via Messenger. You can uh, email us at jfjshow at gmail.com. Let us, uh, let us know what floats your boat. Greatly Please. appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Let us know, folks. So we, we talked about this briefly last week. We were hit up by the copyright police. Damn so, the man. Damn the man for playing copyrighted music. Um, you know, all we're trying to do, like Jim has said time and time again, is, is, is turn some people on to some music they may have forgotten. Oh. We're not trying to make any money off of this. Oh. We're actually trying to help them by sell some records. Yep. But um, Play, what, 10 seconds of each tune, and that's too much? Yeah. You, uh, damn the man. Damn the man. That, that's kind of been my, uh, my uh-huh. mantra lately. Well, so anyways, that's not going to stop us from talking about a classic album, though. And we were in the process of talking about soundtracks and it was your pick, Jerry. So what soundtrack did you pick? Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Mr. Hand. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. 1982. Good soundtrack. That was a good movie. Good, good. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Um, Yeah. What we decide? Nineteen songs, right? Uh, nineteen songs at an hour and seven minutes. So right in Jaime's wheelhouse, <laughs> right in it. I mean, it's a it's a home run swing for Jaime on this. <laughs> uh, I didn't I didn't do the math, but nineteen tunes and you know sixty seven minutes. Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, uh, interesting. Jim and I were talking a little about bit about this. This particular album, this had to be an album where these individuals actually wrote a song for the soundtrack. That's what um, I think. They, they weren't picked off of albums, or they weren't no. you know, singles of anybody's. And we noticed that we've got the Eagles in there, all individually. And, right. Uh, Jackson right. Brown, he's right. in there. Um, but what, what, I, what I found is... Some of the songs, when I look at like the Jackson Brown, I, I can remember that portion of the movie because, you know, they don't play but 10, 15 seconds during the movie. Of the so, some of these songs you have to go back. You hear the soundtrack. You have to go back and watch the movie. When did it come in? Yeah. And maybe a couple seconds. Well, I, I see Donna so, Summer. Yeah. I can't tell you when, when her song. Was uh, in neither there. can I. Highway, Highway Runner. I have Highway no Runner. idea. Yeah. Stevie Nicks. I don't know. No, um, I think that was a love scene. Palmer. No. I don't know. But, but anyways. Did you have a favorite song on that album, uh, Jerry? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Spicoli's Theme okay. by Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. And I don't know when Margaritaville came out. It seems to me it was before that. This is 82. Okay. When did Margaritaville come out? I don't know. But I, I remember hearing this tune and not even knowing it was Jimmy Buffett until mm-hmm. I you know, bought the soundtrack and played it. It said Jimmy Buffett. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So by far, I don't know, uh, in parentheses, Spicoli's Theme. By Jimmy Buffett is yeah. my favorite, by far. Yep. Good deal, Jim. Great. What's your take on the album? Uh, pretty lightweight. Yeah. And uh, I I started thinking about this. I mean, it's it's probably been a couple decades since I've seen this movie, right? Right. Um, this this movie is really about Stacy. Vast yeah. majority of it. It's her. It's her. Yeah. So it's it's really kind of a it's really kind of a romance. I mean, we think of it as kind of a comedy because you think of Jess Foucault and all the funny kind of things that happen oh, with that. It's comedy but, relief. Yeah. But it's, it's oh, really right. a love story. Yep. 
or, or sort of love misadventure for this girl, Stacy. And I think that's why a lot of this is kind of ballady and kind of syrupy, syrupy. Yeah. And um, one thing I noticed about this that uh, drove me uh, a little crazy is uh, it the production's it's got that s- sort of sappy keyboard. Mm-hmm. Everything's kind of keyboard heavy, but not in a good way. <laughs> it's not. It's not like good synth pop. It's it's sort of an obnoxious synthesizer in there. But you got to remember, it is not 1982. Uh, correct. You know, so it is a so product, it's a product of, its time. of its time, no doubt. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Like I said, the standout tune for me always has been, always will be Billy Squires. This could be the best years of our lives. Yep. That song rocks. That, that was right up Billy Great Squires' alley too. at the time. Great horn section. Yeah, and of course, you know Sammy's song you know fast times it was a yep. rocker for what it was yep. Um, yep. forgettable but, but even that got a little saturated with keyboard yeah. in it i was like eh. yeah uh i, I don't know <laughs> I, I have the lp around here somewhere we can't, play, I, we can't play it just so we can yeah, yeah. you can't uh, can't do it justice man. but even you know playing 30 second snippets here and there uh you get the idea uh right. you would you, you would hear some of the some of the good stuff on it, but yeah. I'd be in, you know, a sixty minutes of music. It's a double album, and it almost some of the stuff falls into that Rolling Stones era where it's just like, oh, this is filler. This song is filler, and, and you wonder, like I say, without watching the movie, there's it's hard to put it in context of, you know, how this song fit in whatsoever. So yeah, ah. you'd have to see the movie. Yeah. yeah. Does it stand the test of time as far as a classic album? Not without a movie, I, it doesn't. To me, it does. I mean, yeah. on the re-listen, but then that's funny, Frank, you say that. Because mm-hmm. when I re-listen, I, my head goes to the movie. Phoebe Cates, A, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, is she in this movie? I think so. I think I read something. She had a couple minutes in it. Okay. I think. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we all? <laughs> doesn't anybody <laughs> knock anymore? God. <laughs> Doesn't anybody knock anymore? Exactly. <laughs> I actually, um, Judge Reinhold beautiful was <laughs> beautiful. Judge, Judge Reinhold was was the best part of the movie for me because he he meets know, Nancy Wilson at a stoplight. Oh right? my goodness! Yes, wearing his pizza gear. Yep. Yeah, but he's he's wearing heart, that folks, stupid chicken part. outfit yeah. and he's got to throw it out the yeah. window. And yeah. Oh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Anyways, Fast Times at yep. Ridgemount High. Um, yep. I think it's a better movie than it is a soundtrack. That's I would kind of agree, but then when I go silent, you know, and you just listen to it, it has a lot of stuff when you listen to, like, some of these artists, like, you know, like Louise Goffin, Uptown Boys. I, I love that song. I, I love that song. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, I probably never heard it on the radio, never heard of her as an artist. But you know. when you play it on the soundtrack, it all it all fits in with the tunes before it and after it. And like Donna Summer, you said, you know, Highway Runner and and I don't know by Jimmy Buffett and Love is the Reason by Graham Nash. That's a great tune. Yeah. And I don't have any Na- Graham Nash, yeah. you know. Anyway, so, yeah. And, of course, the Goodbye, Goodbye by Oingo Boingo. Yep. Oingo Boingo. Quarter Flash is uh, on my favorite, That's favorite song on the album. Oingo Coco. Boingo. Yeah. Yep. Oingo Boingo. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, there you have it. Fast times at Ridgemount High. 
So the next episode, we're going to round it off, and I'm going to give you my pick of my classic album. And initially, Jim thought it was going to be Rocky Horror Picture Show. Do you have something else? Which is a great soundtrack, oh, folks. Spectacular. Wow. Uh, but I told you, the soundtrack that I have, you will know every song as soon as it's played. And um, Can I guess it? You sure can. can. I'm going to guess Heavy Metal, Jaime, the cartoon. Oh, good guess. Nice guess, but no. Uh, I'm I'm going to go Valley Girl. Hey, no, it's not. Um, oh, I'm a... That's another good one. Yeah. I was a little little raw, more raw um, as far as music goes. You mm. probably, maybe being a, a young Sounds parent, right. you probably didn't see this movie, but it's all about our age and whatnot, but the movie is called Dazed and Confused. Oh. Every yep. single song was a 70s metal hit. Hands wow. down. And uh, it's a double album. And unfortunately, I won't be able to play it for you guys, but uh, let's just... Damn the man. Damn the man. <laughs> damn the man. What Real the quickly, heck? give you something just to, you know, wet your whistle to. Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo, Rick Derringer, Slow Ride, wow. Foghat, School's Out, Jim Dandy, Black Oak Arkansas. Nice. Uh, wow. Tush. Love uh, Hurts. I just that Nazareth? Nazareth version? Uh-huh. Nazareth. Oh, yes. Um, Kiss, Rock and Roll All Night. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, Sweet Emotion from Aerosmith. Every song is wow. from our time of just when we were kids listening to music. And uh, that that's my pick, and we'll talk about that on the next episode of the GFG Conspiracy Podcast. That'll be episode 35, my without gosh, any classic guys. music. Right. So, so here, here's, a, here's a challenge for next time, then. Okay. So we each picked a, we each picked a favorite soundtrack. Right. Yeah. So what, what would be your top, top three rock and roll soundtracks? Oh. Well, I'll have hmm. to give that some. You want you want an answer right now, or do you want? No, you can think on it. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it next time. Let's top well, you three. know, my first two are going to be Star Wars and Jaws, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we did say rock and roll soundtracks. So. Oh boy. Okay. I don't think John Williams qualifies there, but no. No, he's... he can get he can get pretty crazy sometimes, Simon. He yeah, he's not the music. And <laughs> <laughs> I want to let our listeners know right after. I wasn't going to say anything, but. What the heck? Right after this episode, uh, we're going to be premiering a video of Damn the Man. So stick around, watch that, give it a listen. Might Hang even on. have a link where you can buy a copy of the uh, song just for your own self. We'll see. Awesome. Yeah. So in the meantime, uh, like I said, I'm really bummed out about the classic music portion. And if you guys want to write a letter to every record company there is saying, hey, we're doing a podcast, we want permission to play your music, and see if we get any response. Um, we could wait on that and never do another podcast. You know, right? That's the well, problem. The thing, is, the thing is, what I don't like, uh, Jim and Frank, is you can't even play a little nibble. No, you, you know, these days you you can't even. I mean, the nibble is so small. You're, I think, basically what we're doing, folks, out in conspiracy land, is playing enough of it so you go, oh yeah, yeah. You know, we're not playing the whole tune. We're not playing the whole verse, and you know, well, that's I where can't... we keep up with damn the man. I said, man's trying to keep us down. Yep. If you guys want to break out the ukuleles and then we can play name that tune with a classic album. That's one thing. Ooh, but, um, okay. I don't, I don't play ukulele. Well, 
No, <laughs> I don't either. But uh, you know, I've seen some. I can play. I can play a little bit, but not not really well. <laughs> you know, you think there's only four strings on that thing. How hard can it be? Man, it's a tough instrument to play. That's why. You know that's what, why you know I chose what, the bass. Yeah. You know what's funny? Strings, you, know, one, you, know, each you know what's funny about ukulele is Pete Townsend and George Harrison absolutely adore the ukulele, and that's just funny. That's you just know, funny. You want to pick Harrison up a good album yeah, and an extensive ukulele collection. You want to pick up a good album? Uh, check out Eddie Vedder. He's got a solo album of all ukulele songs. Oh wow! Amazing. Wow. He's already got a strong voice, and then you, you put him strumming a ukulele. You will wow. be surprised. I forget the name of it off the top of my head right now, but um, it's in my collection. It's a good one. Wow. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else to uh, add to this this episode, Jerry? Uh, yeah. Damn, besides Damn the Man, Frank? Yeah. Besides yeah. Damn the Man. Keep rocking, folks, out in conspiracy land. Uh, we're having to change things a little bit because of copyright stuff. Uh, Frank's trying to play you little nibbles so you can hear what's going on or why we picked the soundtrack or an album or a classic or whatever. But as far as the new band stuff is, it's still, there's all kinds of untapped talent out there, folks, in Conspiracy Land. There's great bands. Uh, check out Bandcamp, Spotify, yeah. whatever. Facebook has good stuff. Uh, YouTube's got great videos. But just, yeah, keep rocking folks out in Conspiracy Land. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good point, Jerry. Uh, support yeah. your local unsigned bands. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's past my bedtime, but uh, if you go see a show, go see a show. You know, support support a band that's playing live. Yep. You know, buy some music. Live buy music a t-shirt. Best. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, Jim, you got anything else for us? Smash the like button. All right. If that's that, I, I, all I can say subscribe. is subscribe. To, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're just about everywhere you can think. And yet, uh, we got the same 66 followers. I don't know what the hell's going on. but <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim, take us home. Shop is closed. All right. Well, if there's nothing else, Jim, what do you got to say? Shop is closed. All right. All right. Go!
lot to say.